This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Watched a Rams game in your life before And you don't know what a fourth down is Or how a team scores You don't have to be an expert for enjoyment to occur If you need a team to root for That's what we're here for It's not a car, it's not a bus Hop on board You're safe with us Welcome to the bandwagon He's Larry And I'm Kevin Welcome to the bandwagon Go Rams, go Larry, as usual, welcome to the bandwagon. Listener, as usual, welcome to the bandwagon, and um, and we have a we have a special welcome with another human being who's on the microphone with us today. Uh, no, <laughs> I have to specify human being because we have had a dog on the podcast before, yes. so I do have to make that very clear. Yes, our most recent guest was a canine, yes. so uh, and and a human, but still, uh, yeah, we, we need to get specific just to make sure everybody knows who we're talking to here. Yes, exactly, exactly. So since the uh, since the Rams are playing the Cardinals this weekend for the second time uh we for the second time have the host of kickoff in the valley uh our our sister podcast on the odyssey network and anywhere you get podcasts tyler vasquez is here here's our clapping sound effect (laughs) tyler thanks for being on with us before we before we started i said how's it going and you 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 that wasn't the best question to start with was it yeah, no, uh, things aren't aren't the best here in the Valley. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Car- Cardinals are struggling a little bit. Well, Gee, uh, I think we know that feel- feeling, Tyler. Uh, when, hey, r- real quick, when does this drop? Does this drop today, same day, or is it next day? This will drop uh, tomorrow. This will drop on Thursday. So, so you guys are going to get an inside look at how bad things are going for the Cardinals because tonight, when we record this, this is obviously on a Wednesday. Uh-huh. Uh, Hard Knocks in season debuts on HBO and the Arizona Cardinals will be front and center for the uh, poop show that they have going on within the organization. So it'll be very interesting to, to watch this evening. All right, Tyler, I'm, I'm getting the impression that uh, unlike Kevin and I, who are attempting to be the perennial Pollyannas of podcasting and always stay positive, it sounds to me 
like you have uh, soured a little bit on your Arizona Cardinals and you're not feeling great about being three and six right now. That's what I'm picking up. Well, I mean, just offensively, they haven't put together a full quarter, let alone a full half or a full game. So the Cardinals are just, I mean, they're their own worst enemy at this point. I don't think in, in many of these games, it hasn't looked, other than the Kansas City game week one, it hasn't looked like they've been, I guess, outplayed, so to speak, in, in the sense like, oh, these teams are that they played have been in their losses, other than that Kansas City one. There hasn't been necessarily a game where it's like, oh, that team was just clearly better and and they beat the Cardinals. It was this Cardinal offense. I don't, I don't know what to make of it. I mean... They they throw for like three yards a, a pass. I mean, it's just miserable. Like they behind the line of scrimmage, uh, a lot a lot of a lot of screens. We're starting to call them Cliff Screensberry down here because that's all they run, and it's not effective. Like when other teams run it against us, when other teams run it against us, they run a screen, they break off eight, nine, ten yards. When we do it, it's it's usually for a you know a loss. So just watching this team offensively. It's been uh, pretty miserable, and we do have, you know, if you want to build in excuses, we do have uh, some injuries on the offensive line. You know, we have a diff- we have two guards and a center out uh, that you are projecting, you know, as as your starters, and and they're key players. You know, Rodney Hudson's been one of the perennial best centers in the NFL for the last half a decade to a decade. So, um, it, it's really hard to make up for that. I get it, but. I see other teams do it all the time, but yes, as we talk about your guys' Rams, I, I hear your woes on the offensive line are, are just as bad. So, yeah, you know. it, it, you're you're mirroring basically the the same uh, thing that that, that to almost to, to uh, the same extent that uh, yeah, Kevin you, and I have been talking you, about. Are you a welcome to the bandwagon podcast host? Or are you because that's just, uh, <laughs> we love building in excuses. By the way, I am all for excuses, and and you know one of the things you said early is is one of the most frustrating things to where it it has yet to feel like the Rams have truly been beat in a game by the other team. It's yet to feel like they were overpowered by the other team. And so I, I, I certainly feel your frustration about that. Well, I mean, we, we play the Rams and Cardinals play each other on Sunday, right? Two teams that sound like very accurate assessments, same, same place. What is, what is, what's going to happen? What's happening this Sunday? It's going to be at SoFi 125 on Sunday. Ah. Uh... Man, it's so hard. I had a buddy of mine want to bet me. He goes, I'll take the Cardinals. You take the Rams. And me being me, take the Rams. And I was like, I don't know if I can do that. And it's weird to say because you guys are defending Super Bowl champions. Mm -hmm. It's very weird to not think, okay, the Rams are going to blow the Cardinals out here. But as we remember last year, I want to say it was week four. Uh, the Cardinals went to LA and and got out to a hot start offensively, right? And and you know really put the Rams away pretty pretty quickly. I mean, it was I think the first quarter was pretty even match, but by the end of the half, I mean the Cardinals were pretty much in charge. So could I see the Cardinals doing that again? Well, yeah, I mean, sure. But I've also seen games where the Rams just completely dominate the Cardinals. So yeah. It's 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 honestly a real toss up game, and I hate being so on the fence and being like, "Oh yeah, this is not what's going to happen." But you know, we bring guests on our show, and, and mm-hmm. Kevin's been one of them. We yeah. brought him on our show, and we say, "Hey, pick the score of the game," and every <laughs> single time that guest picks their team, 
I don't feel comfortable doing that with the Arizona Cardinals every time I go on shows. Maybe I'm just a little more honest than some of the guys we have on. Kevin, you're a realist. Is, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? Kevin's a little, uh, you know, a little less, not as trustworthy. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I did pick, I picked a very high score last time, if I recall, for the for the Cardinals and Rams, and it was not high at all. So I should start thinking now, because I am going to be on on your podcast uh, later this week. So I'll start, I'll start planning planning that out. Now, here's what I'm hoping happens. I do hope that both teams just look incredible. I hope that both teams' offenses are firing on all cylinders so that we both have something to feel good about. One team will win and one will lose, and that will be a little bit heartbreaking for one of us, but at least we'll be able to say, you know what? We actually looked good for three quarters of that game or something like that, you know? I think Cardinal fans would jump off the deep end if that happened, just in the sense that like, oh my gosh, now our offense actually plays well and we still lose. <laughs> so I, I mean, yeah. it's that would be a little tough for us here. I, I think um, we want to see this offense get it together because last year through eight games, they were the best looking offense in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And now I dare to say we have better weapons across the board than we did last year, except for now on the offensive line. I mean, if the offensive line was healthy, we'd have a better offensive line even. So, I mean, I just look across the board and I I think this Cardinal team should not be struggling like this. And I just don't know if Cliff is in his own head and that is creating these problems, but defensively we look okay. So hopefully we can keep uh, the the Rams uh, offensive pieces in check. I know Allen Robinson has struggled this year because I have him on almost every fantasy team and I'm too afraid to cut him. But uh, yeah, I mean, I hope our defense can can kind of stand tall like it has most of the season. Yeah, you mentioned your head coach, uh, Cliff Kingsbury. It's and Greensbury. it's certain, it's, I'm sorry? Cliff's Greensbury. <laughs> well, it's, it's that's all he runs. That's all he runs is screenplays. So that's his new name. <laughs> it certainly seems like the Cardinals have turned into the Boo Birds because uh, the the talk about his tenure as your coach. I mean, who knows uh, what has happened since the time this uh, episode has dropped? Uh, but I, I'm just looking at the the headlines, just going down the news headlines when I just Google Cliff. Uh, Queensberry, Screensberry. Uh, uh, there you go. And this one says Cardinals lose to Seahawks. Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury era over in Arizona. Uh, that's one article. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury next NFL coach fired? Question mark. Uh, Yahoo News. Cardinals in extended funk as attention turns to Kingsbury. And then Sports Illustrated. This is just from yesterday. Cliff Cliff Kingsbury not going anywhere per report. So uh, how quick are you to jump out on the fire uh, coach Kingsbury bandwagon. I mean, at, at this point, Cliff's got to go, but the reality is he isn't going to go. I, I mean, I, I don't see, I was telling someone this the other day, I think it was my co-host offline, but I said, Cliff has built goodwill because the team has gotten better every year. And when you look at this year going out, Fox actually does a, a cool thing on their Instagram every week where they have a doctor report on who's the most injured teams. Uh, they rank them one through 32 and every week the Cardinal is the Cardinals are 32 or 31. I mean, going into the game, they are, they are right there at the back. So that's, what's hard here is because he's built the goodwill of the team's gotten better every year and, and they've shown that they've gotten better. Now they had that epic collapse last year, which you guys witnessed that, that opening round playoff game, which was, uh, uh, over in about five minutes into the first quarter um, <laughs> that I got escorted out of, which we talked about on the last episode. <laughs> and um, we're, still, we're still very proud of you for that. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, 
other than that epic collapse and now this terrible start, which is scary because we had the epic collapse and we still look just as bad and you've, and you've done things to better the team. So that's, what's confusing. Um, but if you want to build excuses in for him, you have that injury excuse all day. And, and Michael Bidwell, the owner just gave uh, Cliff Kingsbury and GM Steve Kime extensions in the off season, uh, as well as as Kyler Murray, right? So he went all in on the the trifecta yep. quarterback, GM, head coach, and, and so it would cost now a lot of money to get rid of anybody right now. Well, it, it, to me, what it comes down to is if you're going to get rid of them, you're probably going to get rid of them after this three game stretch. You know, the, the last the last game against the Seahawks counting as one of those games, uh, this game this weekend and the next week, Monday night football against the Niners. You got three divisional games. You lost one already. If they go 0 three here, I don't know how you stop the guys with the torches outside Mick Michael Bidwell's house, which is right up for sale right now. Um, I, I don't know how you stop those guys from the, the fans from breaking in with the, uh, with their torches, but uh, yeah, I, I mean, to me, if they're going to make a move realistically, though, I don't think it's going to be in season. I think if it is, ha- if it does happen in season, it will be after this stretch because they have the buy shortly after. So it gives them time to kind of figure things out. But realistically, because of how much he has invested into these guys, I think he gives them the whole rest of the year and, and it would be a black Monday termination type thing. But then it becomes the real question. I think people don't ask is, and it's a real test to our ownership of what they're going to do here. Is it the band-aid job they did when they fired Steve Wilkes a couple years ago because they fired him after one season, but they kept a lot of his staff and passed them on to Cliff Kingsbury. A lot think that's because our owner likes to save money. Uh, now going into this potential off season, if they were to do this again, are you clearing house and then making a trade for like a Sean Payton from New Orleans and letting him have full reins and you're eating all of those contracts offensively, defensively. I mean, you're just completely wiping house. That is the real interesting part is, is how in is Michael Bidwell in this and in his investment into Kyler Murray and and this team. Yeah. And as, as fans of this team, this is obviously such an important part for you. You want to see your team build, you want to see your team grow. And, um, you know, sitting here on the, sitting here on the West coast, so just, just, with you, Tyler Vasquez, I certainly hope that the that the Cardinals franchise, uh, uh, you know, flourishes and becomes a great rivalry for the Rams and continues to be. Um, I I I want to I want to get you focusing on something positive here. I want to give us give us all something to smile about. And as I'm looking at your screen right now, I know this is a podcast. You have a great amount of memorabilia behind you on your wall. You are not just um, very knowledgeable about the Cardinals, but you're a diehard fan. I want to know what you're like most prized. Cardinals possession memorabilia toy whatever it might be what is number one or what what is it what is a highlight that you can think of if you can't if you don't want to choose your favorite um I have let me think I probably my 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 best thing is probably I have a three stadium seats so when oh. they built when they built the stadium, State Farm Stadium used to be University of Phoenix Stadium, uh, in what oh four oh five ish. When they built that, they gave a lot of the construction, the people that were involved in, in the companies that were involved in the building, um, these commemorative. Literally, it's the same chair that is in the stadium. They wow. gave them these chairs as like thank you gifts, and um, <laughs> a lot of these people put them up for sale. And I've yeah. secured anytime I see one. 
I, I try to haggle and borrow and deal and I, I've mm. secured three of them. So one day I'm going to build a true man cave. This is really a, an office kind of room I'm in now, but one day I'll have a true man cave, like one of those basement type things where it's like a big deal. And I'm yeah. going to have those chairs inside of, in front of like a projector screen or something like that. That's, that's the dream and the goal. Best experience would have to be the NFC championship game though. in in 07, 08 ish, uh, when we played the Eagles at home, uh, we didn't think we would get a home game, but somehow the Eagles made their way to the NFC championship. So it gave us a home game. Um, and then we beat them and then we went on to lose against the Steelers in, in Florida. So, um, but th- that memory of winning that game was just, I mean, we won at the very end. It was, it was awesome. So between that and, and the chairs, I think those are my favorites. That's great. I, I love Very to hear cool. it. I love I love thinking you can literally be part of the part of the history of the of the Cardinals by sitting in those chairs. Well, we we are looking forward to uh, the Rams and the Cardinals playing this weekend, and um, and you know we certainly wish you luck. The good thing we can say that we keep saying for ourselves is that right now this division is kind of up up for the grab, still up for the taking a little bit. So um, you know either team could turn it around, and I hope it's the Rams. Is all I'm going to say. <laughs> but uh, we we so appreciate you coming on with us, Tyler. Uh, you can hear him on Kickoff in the Valley podcast. You get that on the Odyssey app or anywhere you get podcasts. I'll be making an appearance on there with you uh, later this week. And uh, man, Tyler, good luck this weekend. We appreciate you coming on with us. No, thanks, guys. Yeah, we'll have you on Thursday. That's when our episode will drop. Or sorry, Friday. The episode drops Friday. on Friday. You're going to tape with us on Thursday. So yeah, mm-hmm. I hope to have anyone that that, that want to hear uh, us really pry into the Rams yeah. uh, with, with Kevin here. Um, join us, uh, obviously, on Friday, kickoffofthevalley.com. But yeah, thanks, guys. Uh, enjoy the game this weekend. You guys will be at the game, I assume, maybe? No, I was oh, going to ask please. you if you would. Yeah, we, we get we, 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 we get nothing. Oh man, we got to talk to Odyssey about that. We got to get you guys some press credentials, something. What the heck? Send out some emails for us, Tyler. That's yeah, I'm saying we got to get on top of that. Uh, yeah, we got no no juice, we got no clout whatsoever. It's right. Yeah, I've I've got like four or five uh trips planned this year. I went to LA twice last year, so I did not put LA on the bucket for this season. Although I feel like the tickets will be pretty cheap come uh come Saturday, Friday ish. No, um, no. Actually, uh, every other team travels so much better than uh, our home fans do. So there's yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but guess what? We're not going to travel very well right now. So that's <laughs> yeah, what I'm yeah. like, this is the one game that I think you could probably get in pretty, pretty. I mean, I'm going to pull it up right now while we got a second here. Um, <laughs> the uh, ticket broker for us, Tyler. That'd be great. Yeah, yeah. Well, we got a good partnership with the with the ticket company that we work with. But yeah, it's fifty one dollars okay. to get in right now. So so getting prices is cheap, but then, you know, just taking a gander of the the lower level uh, awesome oh, yeah. seats. Let's because you know that's when we go. We try to story. sit pretty. Well, we try to sit pretty good. I'll tell you right now. Give me give me two seconds here. Look at this. You we wanna, uh, yeah. uh, it's looking like. Let me see if I can find like a row one. Four hundred eighty one dollars to sit row one. Not too bad. Yeah, yeah I just mean, not, yeah, that's. See. Yeah, compared, especially compared to a, a high high stakes game, a high rivalry yeah, game. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, normally you're talking 500 plus. Yeah. Um, but but this is my point. It's 481, and we're taping on a Wednesday. Wait uh-huh. till Saturday. That that's gonna be 300 bucks, maybe 250. Yeah. You might be able to get away with. So that's what I'm saying. Like, if I could get the wife not to be on my my end, I I, I might I might make a quick you know seven hour drive to L.A. to to come to that game. You know what I mean? Look, you guys right. just talked me into it. I'm gonna be out there now.
again, I have a goal of getting kicked out of a game with you. So, so maybe that'll happen this weekend if you make that last minute choice. You know, I'm I'm gonna come just to defy that I got kicked out the first time, just to just to like rub it in that I'm I'm coming back. But there thanks, guys. I appreciate it. All right, thanks, All right, Tyler. Tyler. You take care. Thanks, man. Okay, thank you to Tyler again. Kick off in the Valley if you want to uh, hear what's going on more with the Rams or uh, support what they're doing over there. Uh, and hear your more modest prediction for the game this weekend. I won't ask you. We can uh, let that be a teaser for your appearance on that podcast if they if they press you on it. Yeah, I was going to say, I was just thinking out loud, this is not my choice yet, but like based on some of these weird scores, I'm, I'm tempted to choose like a... 13 to 12 or something like that, you know, just some non-football-y score of three to two. Not, you know? not unreasonable. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, that's right. You get the trifecta. Somebody, somebody's going to score a touchdown, a field goal and a, a field goal and a safety. Exactly. Or, or yeah. yeah. Something weird. It almost yeah. wouldn't surprise me. Um, well, Larry, I, um, I did come prepared in this here episode of welcome to the bandwagon to, um, to do a deep dive, as I call it, this is this this is my version of a deep dive, and it's um, huh? You know, it's not just a, a fan favorite. I think it's a Larry Morgan favorite. It's uh, you know, I'm just gonna hit the jingle. It's another edition of our favorite. This is Ram or Sham. Is it a Ram or is it a Sham? That's the only question on this exam. Time to figure out which one is the lie. That's all you need to know, and now you know why it's called Ram. Or sham, ram, or sham, ram, or sham. Larry, do you remember what the only question on this exam is? Um, is it a ram or a sham? That's it. That's it. Ram yep. or sham, baby. So this is where we, the reason I call it a deep yeah, dive. Yeah, I want to know wh- who you talked to that said this was a fan favorite or <laughs> at what point did I imply that it was a Larry favorite? I uh, want to know where you're getting your information from. This sounds like fake news to me. I'm just so, glad you're not taking that question a step back and asking, where is this fan that you're speaking of, of this podcast? Yeah. <laughs> There's <laughs> no indication <laughs> that anybody is paying attention to what we're doing. Um, uh, the reason I call this a deep dive is because I choose one player and I will share three different stories about this specific player. And I think this is a great way to learn about these players on our team as fans of this, of this Rams team. And, um, and two of these stories are what I call the Ram. They are true. One is the sham because it is a lie. So today we are focused on everybody's favorite kicker matt gay um, yay matt yeah, gay which is which is a lot of, i think the kicker needs to get some love get some credit i did have a good time kind of just reading into the to his history a little bit but uh, i got three stories for you two are true one is false that is in a nutshell for yep. you so here we go the first headline for you matt gay fined for wearing short shorts So after this year's season opener against the Bills, Matt Gay received a $5,000 fine from the NFL because the pants he wore in the game did not cover his knees. Gay responded to this by tweeting out photos of him the next day wearing comically long pants that went well below his shin saying, how to dress a kicker in the NFL. Thanks, guys. Now I feel safe and can do my job super well. Thumbs up emoji. Gay eventually did pay the fine while saying the rules, quote, seems a little pointless to me. So Matt Gay fine for wearing short shorts. That's your first one if you want to digest Really, really want that one to be true. That seems such a weird rule to have about 
You said above the knee? Yeah, that the shorts were, uh, were the NFL find them because the pants he wore in the game did not cover his knees. Yes, so they were did above the knees. Did not cover his knee. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Sounds like we're going to a, a Catholic girls' school or something. <laughs> Holy cow. All so, right, I'm going to reserve judgment on that one, but I really want that one to be true. So let's move on. Okay, here we go with number two. Matt Gay wears his brother's initials at every game. So Matt Gay had no plans of playing football as he was a standout soccer player in high school. However, his brother always urged him to go out for football in college, joking that he would someday be Gay's agent. Now, tragically, Gay's brother was killed in a car accident in 2017. This incident helped prompt Gay to try out for the University of Utah's football team, which he made as a walk-on, and he has since worn his brother's initials on his wristband every college and professional game is that a is the question all right if that's one that you totally made up or manipulated just to fool me with that sort of poignant backstory then you are a a a terrible human being that better be that better be true don't toy with our emotions here you can't and then come it, out and go, wah, wah, made it all up. You, you can't put oh. anything. I, he, he, well, I'll, I'll read the last one for you. I'll read the last okay. one for you. So again, that headline right. was Matt Gay wears his that, brother's that, initials. I'm just game. saying, Kevin, if it's not true, you better just say it's true. That's, what, <laughs> that's all I'm saying. And, go and ahead. Here's our third one. Matt Gay bullied for his last name. So Matt Gay is a strong advocate for anti-bullying campaigns due to the amount of bullying he and family members have received for their last name. This is a quote from Gay saying, I've had some nieces and nephews and family members close to me that were strongly affected by bullying, especially with social media. In this day and age, it's everywhere. It's so easy to hide behind a phone and say whatever you want. This is just really important to me because it hits home because I've had family members strongly affected. And in fact, in 2019, he wore cleats with a stop bullying message across them uh and oh and that's the end is this a so there you go matt matt gay bullied for his last name okay again better be a true story (laughs) better be better be a ram and not a sham and i've gone completely 180 on my original intention because of my uh sensitivity and my understanding of human emotion unlike perhaps kevin shots uh (laughs) that the ridiculous nature of what heck has to be uh, a, a sham of a story. Either it doesn't exist, you completely made it up. Uh, very convincingly, I will add, very convincingly, mister. But I'm going to say the short shorts was totally bogus. That is not a thing. That is the sham. And <laughs> I better be right about this one. Or there is going to be some <laughs> Serious repercussions. Uh, Kevin, Kevin has some explaining to do, doesn't he? (laughs) So here's, here's the clue that I was going to give you is that I just wanted to uh, immediately give uh, my, uh, it's going to be, I'm sorry. This is my last podcast. Everybody. It's been a joy. Yes, it has been a joy. This is one. (sighs) The clue that I was going to give you is this is one where I did not make anything up. I just changed the details of the story. I also put this together haphazardly. And so I, I did, (laughs) I did debate whether this was kosher to do this or not. Um, Oh, did you? Oh, did you spend like 20 seconds thinking, huh, I wonder. I needed to do something. What I, this, I do, now that I'm saying this out loud, I don't know if I feel great about this. The, 
the, I changed the detail of the brother. It was not a brother. It was a good friend who was like a brother who, 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 uh, who, I know, I know now that I'm saying it out loud, I don't, I don't necessarily feel great about it. I maybe should have put more thought into this, but here was, here's what I thought. Here was the thought behind it is that I think it's such a, I think it's such a touching story that I that I just wanted to be able to share in some way that uh, that Matt Gay had a good friend. His name was Parker Overly, and they they uh, he, Parker played football in high school. Matt Gay played soccer. And again, what I learned is that Matt Gay was so into soccer and really had no interest in playing football, but he was seen kicking footballs like clear across the field as a high schooler. And so this friend of his, Parker Overly, would go out of his way to tell him, you got to try out in college, man. You got to do it. I'm going to be your agent. You're going to make it big someday. And so the truth is that, yes, Parker Overly was killed in this car accident in 2017. And it was two months after that that Matt Gay went out for University of Utah's football team, made it as a walk-on, and every every game on his wristbands are the letters P-O for Parker Overly, which I think says a lot about Matt Gay and his character. So I am sorry for taking that and twisting it, but now we know the truth behind the story, and so everybody's happy, right? <laughs> All right. I think, I think you pulled us out of the dive, and we're back uh, on, uh, on uh, uh, even keel at this point, I, I think. We'll, yeah, well, I guess we'll find out well, when when the one fan who said that they enjoyed this feature no longer uh, gets does. back to you and says, <laughs> "Yeah, never do that again." Uh, yes, Matt Matt Gay, by the way, was bullied for his last name, and uh, this the quote that I shared with you came from. Uh, a day in 2019, they they called it My Cleats, My Cause, and all the players got to wear a cause of some sort uh, that they support on their cleats, and that's the one that he oh, wore. Nice. And yes, Matt Gay was fined $5,000 from the NFL for wearing short shorts, um, and the picture is pretty hilarious if you want to go look up Matt Gay on Twitter. There's a, there's a funny, funny picture of him wearing baggy pants and looking really dorky with a thumbs up. Um, so that was true, and, uh, and now when you look at Matt Gay on the field and you notice that his shorts are below his knees, you'll be like, oh, Oh, I know why. I know why now. <laughs> so there you go, Larry. Congratulations. I'm gonna, even though you got that one wrong, I'm gonna call you the. I'm gonna call you the winner of this edition of Ram or Sham. Good job, Larry Morgan. Oh, no, don't you give me a pity win <laughs> based on that. No, that's don't let yourself feel better about, I love, about that I love by giving, giving me yes a token win. Oh, I love oh. I love giving pity wins. Um, well, we as as you heard, we had Tyler Vasquez on earlier, and that was all in preparation for our our, our big matchup with division rival Cardinals, um, who are they have a three and six record. We have a three and five record, and I think, like Tyler said. I don't know. I don't even know what to expect anymore. I mean, I would like as nope, a, as the Pollyannas of podcasting. I would like to expect that the Rams are going to show up and and they are motivated and ready to go. Uh, but that's how I felt last weekend. That's how I felt the weekend before. So I just don't yeah, know. Yeah, there's only so much goodwill left for us right now. So uh, yeah, yeah uh, kickoff one twenty five Pacific time. Uh, at, at least at home, which may or may not have any impact on anything. Yeah. Uh, the three and six Cardinals versus the three and five Rams. We'll see if uh, anybody can begin some sort of climb back to respectability in what is uh, thankfully a very mediocre division, although that doesn't bode well for potentially the playoffs. But yeah. uh, there is still time. There is still the possibility of, of scrapping and scratching their way back into the playoff picture 
with lots of uh, games left. So uh, yep. let's stay as positive as we can with what little we have left in us, yes. Kevin, and uh, pull for a, uh, it doesn't even have to be a big victory. I'll take a one-point victory this just, this weekend. Just I'll walking take a, anything. Yeah, just walking away with a win will feel like such a relief. It'll feel like the air was uh, let out of the building in the good way, in a good way. <laughs> it'll, it'll, uh, Perfect. Yeah, so we're looking forward to that. Thank you again to Tyler. You can uh, you can hear him on um, on Kickoff in the Valley. I'll be on there with him tomorrow, so you can catch me there as well. And we will be back Sunday with a post-game show of the Cardinals and Rams. Please, if you uh, like anything that you hear, please subscribe, please like, please rate and review. Tell your friends. We are on the Odyssey app. You can get us anywhere you get podcasts. And we're going to keep this thing going. We're going to keep, even if we lose, I promise we'll find some way to have a smile on our face. Absolutely. Even if it's in the humiliation and embarrassment of me playing your ridiculous games. <laughs> yes. uh, I'll, I'll, I'll make the sacrifice to keep the smiles on the faces of our uh, one loyal fan. Well,